Well, one last time this week, Killian and Megan in for Nyland Show. Good morning. Good morning. How are we? It is Friday. The weekend is finally here. It is. It is. It is. Cheese or no cheese time coming up in a while. Ooh, the pressure, the pressure. is on. I'm feeling it now. I'm feeling it. It's but I am one confident. Nil to me. I am confident. I am confident. <laughs> Loads to come as well. We've got our Play Irish track. And of course, we've got our Weekenders list. Want to be on it and be in with a chance of winning a beef breakfast travel mug. 085 Send us a voice note with your weekend plans. But now it is time to open the lines for the final round of Beat the Bomb this week with thanks to Watford GAA. They're running a draw for the chance to win €340,000 in cash or a brand new three-bedroom house. Ooh. Ooh, that'd be fancy. Yes. All the info you need, of course, on win a house in Dungarvan.com and 50 euro up for grabs today just for coming on air for taking a go with the quiz and if you get the overall winning score if you beat 15 today you will be upgraded to 150 euro in cash think you got what it takes on this Friday morning send your name and county to 085 102 9103 we'll continue this is Switch Disco Robert Miles React good morning good morning Two big sporting moments yesterday, actually. I want to touch on one first. United winning the Carabao <laughs> Cup. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, I don't even watch you it. You don't care. <laughs> yeah, good to see United get uh, their first trophy in six years. But the main talking point last night, of course, was the big match in Saudi Arabia. The boxing match between Jake Paul and Tommy Fury. We watched it. We did. We watched we it. <laughs> actually, I thought it was on. It, it said, when you Google it, it said it was starting at half seven. No, half, half nine. Half nine. And I thought that was American time. So I was like, that's on late at night. And two of us were sitting down at home. We're like... Jesus, on we, <laughs> we may turn it on quick, quick, and quick, quick. We skipped Love Island and it didn't start till half ten, so we could have watched Love Island. But anyway, it was a good fight. What you make it? Was, was that your a first good box, box No, I've, I've definitely stayed up for I think maybe a, a Conor McGregor fight here and there, but That's that UFC. was probably one of my. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end. That's the UFC. Okay. Well, anyway, okay. yeah, the, the match happened. It was a good fight. Um, it was. I was looking at Jake Paul last night and I said, he's definitely going to win. I just, I knew by the head of him, he was swinging that right hand like there was no tomorrow. But Tommy, the more professional boxers, I've seen videos online, you know, Tommy Florian, who was 16, he was competing professionally in boxing because I suppose he's from that family. Obviously, Tyson being his brother. But um, Jake Paul, he was on Disney Channel at age 16. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes to show the two it differences. Goes. And I think Tommy is more of a like a clean fire he's kind of doing this for him and his career whereas Jake Paul I just feel like is a bit you know disrespectful controversial kind of guy so I was backing Tommy all the way exactly he came out in um, Bambi obviously his newborn with Molly May what do you think that was cute oh Bambi. I thought that was cute it was on his robe and it was on his shorts on the back of his shorts so he came out obviously paying I suppose not tribute but you know I'm doing this for them and of course uh, Tommy he was the better fighter a lot of people said maybe Jake Paul but here's the moment he won to the winner by split decision, Tommy TNT. So yeah, it was good. It was nice to see him. But there's one moment that I wanted to talk about <laughs> was the kind of commentator, the, the the guy in the arena. I don't know if he was just hired for the event or was he part of BT Sports, but whatever. It was just so funny. So he's talking to, obviously, um, his famous brother, Jake Paul's brother is Logan Paul. Uh, does a few boxing matches, Ultimate Fighting as well. Big in WWE now. He's in the wrestling scene now. But he was talking to him and he was like, you know, any advice for your brother? I'll just play the conversation because oh, it's just too gas. funny. I said, Jake, I love you. I'm not going to give you a big speech. I know you got this, but either come back victorious or come back on your shield. 
I love you, bro. I love you too, man. How do you feel like you said? <laughs> the commentator replied, I love you too. And yeah, I know. Did he know? Was he just like trying to be funny or did he actually think that Logan Paul was saying, I, I, I love you? I don't know, but I was watching it last night. I, I tapped you. I was like, did he just say, I love you back to Logan Paul? Like, then it, it was, was just, all over Twitter. Oh. Yeah, it was all over. But no, a great fight. And you know what? I'm delighted Tommy Fury won. Come on, get up. Start your day laughing. Beat breakfast with Nylon Show. On Beat. Good morning. With now. Join the home of brilliant entertainment with shows, movies and sport on now. You are, as you said, sleepy snoozy. Any dreams you want to tell me about that you had during the week? Oh, God. Okay, so... Last, not last night, the night before last, I had a dream, right? This and it's very, very, very random. So in my dream, I, wo- I when I woke up, I was like, no, nah, that didn't happen. So in my dream, can't remember the whole story behind it, but I kissed Cristiano Ronaldo. Why Cristiano? I, I honestly have no idea because I like don't have much interest in soccer at all. And you know what makes it worse? What? It was a really bad case. How can you <laughs> I tell? I was fuming. How can you tell if a kiss is bad in it the was, dream? It was, it was bad in the dream. I remember reacting bad. Like he had his lips puckered up mm, to kiss me, and I just, it just wasn't it. Like I've had, I've had dreams about celebrities where I've woke up and I'm like, damn it, I want to stay asleep. Like and in that dream. So but where were you? Were you in Watford? Were you in Carlow? Were you, where I, were I you? actually have no idea where I was, but there was loads of soccer players coming out, and. Cristiano Ronaldo and some other soccer player, the most famous ones, were being left to last, and Go I was on, just give standing us a few there. Names there other I, was, I have no idea. I can't. Go I can on. barely remember. You can think of one oh, of more. A, a soccer player. Yeah, come on. Oh, um, I actually cannot think of it's anything. The only you put me player. on this. No, there is this one from Liverpool, one Liverpool soccer player that I used to like. Oh God! I, oh my I, God! Genuinely, my, I'm having a brain uh, of all fart. All the soccer players in the world, you can only name Cristiano Ronaldo. I'm having Typical. Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney. There we go. <laughs> um, I can't remember. I think I've had several dreams where. Um, I just I woke up and I was all like did that really same as you I'm like that couldn't have happened particularly with people I haven't seen in a while and I'm like why am I dreaming about those people like I haven't spoke to you in about five or six years maybe it's a sign to contact them but were you kissing them in your dream no I don't think I've kissed oh Jennifer Aniston oh how was that now hot and heavy (laughs) did you wake up though when you kissed Jennifer Aniston in your dream what I want to know did you wake up delighted with yourself or were you absolutely fuming because you woke up and the dream was over not really fuming I was kind of taking it all in I was like that was a lovely dream so I think I was just watching Friends and it was like the episode where she was dreaming about like Ross and Chandler or everyone by Ross and then I had a dream that I was in that scene (laughs) That I was acting alongside and then okay. she had a dream about me and then we ended up kissing. Oh. So yeah, so that's 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 Jan, your get in get in touch. I'm gonna DM her now. Go on, DM her there. Don't be DMing Cristiano Ronaldo for me because no thank you. Right, we wanna know, um, have you ever had a weird dream of just a celebrity that you woke up and you just sent WTF, like why did I dream about them or like or Why? even someone you know. Have you ever had a really, really like weird dream of like someone in work or something? I'd love to hear your stories. Good morning, Brian. How are you? Not too bad. How are you? Whereabouts are you this morning? I'm in Waterford in Fayetteleg at the moment. Lovely. Tell us the story, your dream. Give us all the deets. So, <laughs> so um, I used to um, see a girl around as a child. We were, um, we were kind of growing up together. Right. And a couple of years went by and um, I had a dream about her. So um, I messaged her then on Facebook the next morning and I didn't get anything back for a couple of weeks. Aww. She was actually seen. 
Oh, yeah, she was seeing. So she was in a relationship. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I was cheeky enough. <laughs> 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 Mr. Lucky myself. Come on, Brian. Yeah, yeah. So um, a couple of weeks went on, and we were chatting away, and then I suppose fourteen years later. We're married with two beautiful boys. Ah, no. So, Brian. Yeah. Uh, that is. That is. So what happened? Did she break up with that fella? And did you hit another uh, cheeky message on Facebook? Or did things just uh, happen organically and naturally? Yeah, well. Yeah, well, I was away at the time. So when I came back, um, we um, we bumped into one another in town. And one thing led to another. So. Oh, that, <laughs> that is honestly of, um, adorable. Started that- off so that, that really shows dreams. Dreams do come true. <laughs> there we go. You're living you? proof, Brian. You? And uh, tell me this. Uh, what was the dream about? Was the dream about like just you, you saw her on the street or whatever, just meet up? Or was yeah, it kind of, we was it a kick up the, the bone to say, you know, get on to this girl? Of, um, <laughs> yeah, um, it was kind of random enough now. Um, <laughs> I won't go into too many details. Okay, we leave okay. that to the imagination. Well, look, Brian, thanks for chatting yeah, with us this morning. Exactly. And as you said, Megan, dreams do come true. Brian, have a good one. All right, talk to you. Brilliant. Thanks for that. Bye. Bye. Look, look um, any more for us? 085 1029 Have you had a dream? It turned out a dream as a celebrity. As Megan's, do you think you'll marry Cristiano Ronaldo no, now? Fourteen I, years I, later, I I really don't think I will. Well, maybe I should shoot. My, no, the kiss is bad. I have to remember <laughs> that. <laughs> This morning, myself and Meg, we're talking things that make us proud to be Irish. Yes, of the Irish. It's March 1st, of course, big Irish month. And we're talking uh, specifically about a tweet that went up yesterday from Ugandan GAA Club, believe it or not. Um, Of course, um, New Park Hotel in Kilkenny helped set up the GAA Club and their first blitz is in 11 days. And when I saw the tweet last night of the little fellow with the hurl in the helmet and the Dacia jersey, it just made me so proud to be Irish. And I get my reasons, but Meg, you have a lot to say I have so much to say. I love being Irish. There's so much good things about being Irish. And one of them is, you know when something bad may happen like in a community something someone may be mm. sick or someone's house may something may happen to someone yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody in the community just comes together and supports one another like setting up fundraisers for people you know just coming helping out as much as they can and I just think you don't see that happen everywhere in the exactly. world exactly especially with technology being as I suppose advanced as it is the likes of GoFundMe pages if there unfortunately is a death in the community of yeah. someone especially someone young you a can sudden just see, death like you know? yeah you can see the whole community rally together and it's just as simple as the Irish mammies just absolutely making a platter of sandwiches oh, or some cream buns completely you know? everyone just it's just like everyone's like a little army we all just come together in times of need and I just love that about being Irish and another one is you know when you go on. I know you said about going to like England but you know when like, if people are moving abroad to like Canada Australia or even if you yeah. go to New York or Spain or on a holiday you're guaranteed to meet Irish people and no matter what, you'll end up just becoming friends with them and clicking with them, having the crack. I Do you went, know, there's just something about it. Yeah, I went to London once. Um, 
I think it was like before COVID. And anyway, it was out anyway. And I saw this fella and he had a Kilkenny jersey on it. And I went up to him, of course, and I was like, well, I'm right beside Kilkenny. He said, where are you from? And I said, um, I'm from Banglestown County. And he was like, no way, I'm from Pawston, which is two minutes out the road. He knew the lads that were in my class. And we were chatting, I'd say, for a good oh. hour and a half. But I don't think you can get that anywhere else where you can just like become best mates with someone abroad. Because just everybody, you just know someone who knows someone as well. Like, it's just such an Irish thing, but it just makes me so happy I'm proud to be Irish that we have that that we can go abroad and you know make these connections and make new friends and whatnot. Absolutely. Um, if you've got a moment you want to share, what makes you proud to be Irish? Send us a text or a WhatsApp. Oh eight five one zero two nine one zero three. I've got in, uh, one here from Melissa. She said, "Morning, guys. I'm happy to be Irish because I was a part of a worldwide competition called Miss Bikini Ireland, and I got to go live on the radio and never go to the finals because of COVID. Kind of sad, but I, it's but it's it, only Ireland that would have a Miss Bikini. Wouldn't absolutely, it? yeah. And getting getting you on the radio and all that jazz. <laughs> exactly. We'll wrap up a few on this. Uh, what makes you proud to be Irish? We're gonna text and saying that they're actually sending two Kilkenny players to Uganda, Uganda. Yep. that's incredible absolutely like, oh. Absolutely incredible And Anita was on She said good morning guys And happy 1st of March Happy 1st of March to you too She said I am not Irish But I am so proud of this country And the Irish people I am here 14 years But I didn't meet any bad Or mean Irish people During this period Irish hospitality Generosity And the positivity Making me one of the happiest people Ever here This is my home now I love everything Irish I even have Irish ex And he is the best ex ever (laughs) Have a lovely day Oh. Anita, thanks so much. And that same goes to you. We love you too. And yeah. thanks so much for listening. Beat breakfast. This is Beat. Now it's time to play another round of Beat the Bomb, teaming up with Waterford GAA, running a draw for the chance to win €340,000 in cash or a brand new three bedroom house. All the info at winnerhousedungarvin.com. And we've got James on the line. James on the line, giving her a crack this morning. James, how are you? Morning, lads. How are we? I'm not too bad. What are you after the day? Uh, we're working away here, myself, Rob and Barry here, the, the, working away flat out, fitting kitchens. Yeah, pl- plenty, out. plenty of help, so no excuses now if you don't get the <laughs> overall score now, James, alright? Oh, no, I know exactly what to blame. Right. <laughs> Come here to me, before we play, I want to ask you a question. Have you ever snuck anything in anywhere? We are talking there earlier on about sneaking stuff in. Any stories for us? Any scandal? Oh, I was listening earlier, um, but... Mm, You're a good boy. Maybe uh, too, saucy to share. <laughs> too saucy to share. Too saucy to share. Right. No, no. James, not we'll get easy. to it. 13 is the score to beat. We'll give it a crack. Beat the bomb on Beat Breakfast. What county is Irish singer-songwriter Niall Horan from? Westmead. Yes. In TV, what is the name of the youngest child in the Simpsons family? Maggie. Yes. In text, what do, what do the letters L-M-A-O mean? Laughed my ass off. Yes. Who is the current man- manager of Manchester City? Pep Guardiola. Yes. Finish the famous saying, it takes two. To tangle. Yes. True or false, Man United last won the Premier League in 2002. False. Yes. How many letters are in the word impossible? Ooh. Ten. Yes. Who is the current Minister for Health in Ireland? Norma Foley. Norma Foley. No, Stephen Donnelly. What actor links the movies Forrest Gump, Saving Private Ryan and Toy Story? Thanks. Yes, what artist has the albums Divide, Multiply and Equals? Ed Sheeran. Yes, in what county is the Browns Hill Dolman? Yes, what kind of food is penne? Uh, Pasta. Yes, Gus and Jack are two mice in what Disney princess film? 
Cinderella. Cinderella. Yes, what does the Latin word tempest mean in English? Pass. Time. Which, which, which British actor played Batman in 2022's reboot by Matt Revis? Uh, Rob Hudson. Yes, what is the capital of Australia? Canberra. Yes. What is the name? What is the animal kingdom? Animal. <laughs> what is the animal kingdom? Doe. What animal? How? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Right. Apologies. That was me and my English. I couldn't. <laughs> okay, we're on the bottom, so you can take your time with this. What in the animal kingdom is a doe? <laughs> Deer. Deer. Yeah, yes. a female deer. I completely apologise. I got completely tongue-tied there. Well, look, you didn't need any more time because you don't need another question because you have absolutely smashed it out of the park, James. With help as well, you got a score of 15 this morning. Congratulations. Megan, I didn't think I'd have to do this this week. What? Well, uh, I don't think you know. But I don't know what it is. Sometimes yeah. show will mess up a lot. Okay. Show will mess up a lot. And then blames it on me because sometimes no, I write the questions that she'd be like, Hillian, I, uh, Ronan was out today. And we've got a request for Ronan. Kevin was on. Megan, after that mess up, I think it's time to get Ronan out. At least you're filling in for show, right? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> just have to apologise now for messing up the question, you know? Well, look, I, I'll take it. I'll take it. I do apologise. I think I'm more mortified for myself, to be honest. Come on, get up. Start your day laughing. Beat breakfast with Nylon Show. On Beat. Good morning. Join the home of brilliant entertainment with shows, movies and sport on now. Wake up with your mates on Beat Breakfast. You want to get down? You got to get up! Big gig happening in the southeast tonight. Tonight, yes, one of Ireland's biggest comedians, Tommy Tiernan, is coming to the Dacia by coming to Waterford um, for his Tom Foolery tour in the Theatre Royale. I'd love to see Tommy Tiernan. I would love to see him. I, I think, think he's, he's gas. gas. He's absolutely. We said gas at the same time. <laughs> of Snap. course we did because <laughs> we say person. everything the same time. We're the same person. Yeah, I think he's brilliant, and I also love um, Connor Moore, who's the impressionist that impression does impressions of different celebrities, Formula One drivers, sports personalities. He's Irish. Yeah. But um, he does a brilliant Tommy Tiernan. But yeah, Tommy is playing a sold out gig in the theatre all tonight. But one thing that's kind of pe- people a bit riled up is phones. It's, it seems to be kind of a new thing creeping in to gig and going into events mm-hmm. basically people have been emailed saying that they, there is a strict no phone policy at this gig so basically what's going to happen if you're going to it tonight Meg okay. you will turn up at the door there's a company there um, they will have a box and they'll say right throw your phone in here you're not allowed it for the whole gig so people are kind of going well like what if I need to pay by card because a lot of people use their you know Revolut on their, yeah. on their phones okay, now fair, what if I have an emergency all the guidelines are set out but it just got me thinking yeah would you be brave enough now just to like turn up on the door of an event and they said no phones <laughs> and you're like no no left it at home would you sneak it in um i don't think i would because it's all a part of the experience and oh, i'm not being God. a goody two shoes here but i don't think i would no yeah that's kind of nile would you? nile's kind of biggest stripe is people um bringing or not necessarily phones but just when they go to a gig and they have about 70 million photos and pictures yeah. of the gig on their socials which is I am hands up you are, you are that person of. and I am guilty of it as well but I try my best not to you do it you have a story you went to a podcast a live podcast yeah, I, yeah. Actually, I went to see no it wasn't my podcast it was Joanne McAnally live in Vicar Street right. and I was at it and I was there and 
She is gas, can I just say? She is absolutely brilliant. But I was there and I was taking a little video of her on stage and the security guard approached me and was like, no phones, no phones. And I was like, oh, I I didn't know that I wasn't allowed, but I think that's probably meant to be common sense. I don't know. When I go to a gig, I expect to be able to take a few snaps and stuff. Just because... I, I like looking back and I'd like to remember it. Exactly, yeah. So that's uh, personally what I would. Uh, but at the but same time, I don't need to video the whole thing because it's better to sit there and actually enjoy it because you soak it in that way. I know going back and looking at photos and stuff like that and videos is all well and good, but you have to enjoy the moment. Exactly. But have you ever snuck anything elsewhere or snuck yourself in a place you weren't supposed to be in? Um, I've been thinking about this and it probably is cinema related. Cinema. The, the, uh, the good old, you know. When you're younger, sneaking in sweets and popcorn in your bag. I remember mommy making us popcorn. But I remember specifically one time, um, me and my friend, we were, I think, 14 and we wanted to go see a 16-year-old movie in the cinema. <laughs> and we were like, we really need to make ourselves look old, older. I think it was like bridesmaids or something so we got <laughs> we done our makeup you, you didn't do the whole thing where you get like stand on top of each other with the big long coat no. <laughs> <laughs> come in and be like one ticket to bridesmaids please no we didn't go that far no <laughs> we just dressed done our makeup I think I was wearing my older sister's clothes dressed done my makeup and I've rarely ever done my makeup at that age to try to get into the cinema I was like really hoping they wouldn't ask for ID I was like yes we're 16 and I remember posting it on, on Facebook at the time being like <laughs> oh what a sad life <laughs> We are 16 And we got into the cinema We got in And we were buzzing with ourselves Because we were like Yes we look 16 Woohoo I have a great trick In school right now I'm not endorsing this This is not me saying Going ahead and do it But obviously Big fan of music And I just love to listen to music In the classroom Yeah um, And a friend actually Taught me this trick Um you know, like now everything's wireless, so you have your AirPods or whatever. Uh-huh. But back in the day, you'd have the the wired headphones, so you'd plug it into your i. I had an iPod back in the day, an iPod yeah. Touch. And what I used <laughs> to do touch. is, is I used uh. to put one of the headphones, the wire, up my top ah. and then up my sleeve and down my sleeve and it'd come out in my hand so you'd just see a little white thing <laughs> and then I'd lean down on the sides and pretend like I was leaning on my hand, but really I would fit then. The yeah. earpiece into my ear, and I'd be there listening to California Girls, Katy Perry, Live that Your Life, Rihanna. Brilliant. Just absolutely very smart. Yes, yeah, so that was my version of sneaking in things. I wasn't brave enough to sneak anything into exams or anything. I wasn't bold enough. I don't. Not yeah. that I was bold enough. I was always afraid I'd get caught. Like I don't. Yeah, no, I don't think I've ever snuck anything into an exam. Like I remember doing exams, like in college, like you know, in class, like multiple ones, like you know, continuous assessment, and being like whispering to the person beside me like but sure if we got away with it we got away with it like exactly. you know look we want to know yours this morning um, have you ever snuck anything that you weren't supposed to sneak in anywhere something that was banned or maybe yourself did you ever sneak into a place maybe you didn't have a ticket for something and you snuck in we want to hear your funny stories this morning okay chatting this morning about a big gig happening in the southeast tonight sold out Tommy Tiernan taking his Tom Foolery gig to the Theatre Royal in Waterford. A lot of people going, a lot of hype. I do like Tommy Tiernan, he's a funny man. But we're chatting about um, phones. We're not allowed to uh, bring in phones into this concert. You will be greeted with a box when you arrive in. Yeah. Put the phone into, no phones at the concert. Guys, thinking, were you ever bold enough or brave enough to sneak something in somewhere or even sneak yourself somewhere you weren't supposed to be? I think we'll start with the phones on this one. Melissa's in Wexford. Good morning, Melissa. Good morning, how are you? I'm not too bad, not how are you this bad. morning? We're not a bother. Any plans for the day? Uh, going to get the hair done now this morning because my ma has an exam for hairdressing, so... That's lovely, <laughs> lovely. nice little hair trip for you. Bit of colour. 
Oh yeah. Bit of self care. <laughs> bit of color. What are you getting done? Fill me in now. Oh, okay, uh, just a full head of highlights. Gorgeous. Oh, is that, it's a hard note. Yeah. That, that's a long time in the chair, I'd say, is it? Oh, it is about two and a half hours now. So oh, looking forward God. to that. <laughs> well, look, it's, it's the end result. Well, look, you've got a, a gas story for us when you were back in your school days. Tell us, go on, share it. What is this? I do. So when I was in secondary school, I snuck my phone into my woodwork uh, class exam and I was caught texting down the back of the room <laughs> and my teacher had brought me up and he was like, bring that phone up to the table. So I left it on the table and he took out this hammer and smacked it really <gasps> hard down on the table. Oh. And he was like, the next time I see this phone, this is what's going to happen. And I only got it for Christmas. like. And uh, every day after that, I still snuck it in. So, yeah. <laughs> that is brilliant. What was the technique? How did you manage it? Because I, I used to bring the headphones and I used to sneak them up the sleeve. Getting a lot of texts about that, how creative it was, you know, putting the, the wireless headphones. Where did you put it? Was it, you know, in was the pocket? Was it obvious? Was it in your pocket? Was it in your hand? No, I had it. Uh, we had this jumper and it was really baggy. So I actually had it tucked underneath my jumper and then it was just underneath the table underneath the jumper texting at the same time so multitasking that's, that's I could never there was a girl especially I think girls got away with it so much more because in my school like there was girls texting left right and centre in the back of the class and I could never do it I got caught like twice and my phone was taken off me for a week in school it's, it's, it's a skill Melissa <laughs> it, is, it is a total it skill it is a skill yeah <laughs> well look thanks very much for getting on to, to, on to us this morning enjoy the hairdo Perfect, thank yeah. you. Send us snaps. Good luck, we'll talk to you. Um, just uh, flying through another couple of these. Um, we had someone on to us. Hi, don't want you to say my name. That's okay, keep them anon if you want. But I was once out in the town heading home. Wait for you to hear this now, Megan. Okay, I'm I ready. see there's a wedding party on in a hotel. So I go in, sit down, and then end up on the dance floor pretending I know everyone. <laughs> One of the best nights I've ever had. <laughs> In my life That is really That is so I love so it. I good love it. Uh, Sinead was on to us Morning lads I snuck little notes In my pencil case While I was doing The leaving cert Brave. Was very nervous In case I got caught But it wasn't My leaving cert Wasn't good enough So it didn't really matter Tell uh, you that's the, the notes The cheating notes Didn't come in for you In that one Bit of karma for you there <laughs> There you go um, Also in We had one in From What's the name on this one Emily was on um, I had to sneak into hostels In Australia When I was travelling In 2009 My friend used to Book himself in And when he was Distracting them I used to sneak in with a duvet over my head just in case they had cameras so at least my face wouldn't be seen. We had very little money so that was just desperate times. Well look, you gotta do, you gotta do what you gotta do but the walking duvet, how do they not spot it? Shauna was also, also onto us from Wicklow. Me and my friend um, snuck into electric picnic last year for the Friday night. No tents, no clothes, no nothing. We got to see Dermot Kennedy. It was unreal. Shauna. That is that is brilliant. How did you do that? I yeah. want to know more details on that, Shauna. <laughs> Emily was on to us. Morning, Beat. Um, my daughter wanted to see how um, what happens in the courtroom. So we go to court one day and we go into the courtroom when it was oh. in camera. Cameras oh no! We were definitely not supposed to be there. 100% so we were ushered out by the guards. Uh, so, Emily in Kilkenny. <laughs> That's gas! Absolutely brilliant. Now, we oh. mentioned um, Shauna at Electric Picnic and we actually have her on the line. Shauna, good morning. Good morning, hello. How are you? I'm not How too bad. You? How are you? 
I sure am grand not butter. You were getting up to all sorts of antics last year at Electric Picnic. Tell us more. I want to hear exactly how you pull this off. Well, I had nothing to do. It was a random Friday night, so we were like, will we try sneak in? And I was like, yes, we haven't got hope again in there. Like, but we drove down some lane and ended up in a campsite and just went up to security then and they didn't even look for nothing and just said, go on in. That's simple. I was like, oh my God, yay. That's simple. And you said you had no tents, no clothes. So they did not even expect like that you just arrived by yourselves. You had no tent, (laughs) nothing for the weekend and you just strolled past. I swear to God, and it was lashing, we were soaking, but sure, we snuck in, it was great. That's the, the whole Happy adrenaline night. rush of that. And did you stay for the weekend, or were you just there for that one night to see Dermot Kennedy? Oh, we just stayed for that one night, so we were absolutely drowned. But sure, look, so. you got the best of all worlds exactly, there. Exactly, you got to see Dermot Kennedy, yeah. you got in for free, will you be trying it this year again? Oh, God, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> it always seems to rain out of that picnic, so... <laughs> Stay safe and stay dry out of it. Shauna, thanks for chatting to us this morning. Um, and yeah, enjoy the rest of your day. Um, just a couple of more here. We have... Laura was on to us. I had my nieces and nephew at the cinema. I decided to fill my bag with sweets for them. As all I had, I had four of them with me. I got the tickets for the show and the lady asked me, was that all? And I only purchased the tickets. I said yes. And my nephew goes, it's okay for my auntie. She has sweets and drinks in her bag. (laughs) Absolutely mortal. Kids will come out with anything. (laughs) That's brilliant. So, so good. Also on to us this morning was Shanine 2010 Oxygen. Sneaking drinking past the security on the way to the stage area Had them bags they used in the hospital Strapped to places they shouldn't have been filled with drink Looked like right Egypts every time we went to fill a cup In a hula hoop and not a penny spent On the overpriced food and drink oh, there cheeky Just as a disclosure we are not encouraging this behaviour No absolutely We are not condoning not, it I'm absolutely loving what you guys get up to The scandal But Liam was on to us Have a listen to this Hi B just listening to some of your stories there about people sneaking into places that they shouldn't have and um, my one is a little bit similar to Shauna's except um, it was a few years ago I would have been 15 myself and two of my best friends snuck in on my best friends older sisters we actually got um, dropped in near a farm about four or five fields outside of the picnic and we had to like jump through fences ditches and everything to get through the picnic and we had <laughs> printing out yellow um, pieces of paper to use as wristbands and we laminated them and kind of covered them in dirt and we did manage to get through like we were underage and myself and my two best Oh, it just cut off there, but that's absolutely brilliant. That is, guys. The extent you went to cutting out um, wristbands and everything. Last one, I'm waiting to hear this, Megan. Please keep anonymous, but those of you who have more than two kids will understand this one. We as a family of five have often snuck our youngest into a hotel room in a suitcase. (laughs) In a suitcase, the poor child. Absolutely brilliant. Come on, get up. Start your day laughing. Beat breakfast with Nylon Show. On Beat. Good morning. With now. Join the home of brilliant entertainment with shows, movies and sport on now. Wake up with your mates. On Beat Breakfast. You want to get down? You got to get up. I'm going to open the lines on Beat the Bomb in just a moment. But first, I want to ask you a question, Meg. Go on, ask away. Do you have a nickname? Like, do you, 
sleepy snoozer from yesterday. Sleepy snoozer. <laughs> Killian always calls me sleepy snoozer. Well, we call each other that. Yeah. Um, I have had a few nicknames. One, rattle them out to me there. So when I was in school, my friends used to call me Eggy, Eggy Meggy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you love they, your eggs. I do love my eggs, and they still to this day will call me Eggy, and that's fair enough. I, it's just stuck. But when I was younger, I had a really, really, really long nickname. Okay. Okay. And it consists of this, right? So it was Esmeralda Buttercup, Fifi Trixabel, Pippi Longstockings, Peaches Blossom Boo. That is ridiculous. I know. That is ridiculous. I only had, I think when I was younger, I had Killy Willy. Um, because my, yeah, my name is Killian William Doyle. Oh, Killian no William way. Doyle. So yeah, everybody say, here's Killy Willy. Okay, well, that makes sense. But, uh, the reason I'm talking about this is John O'Dwyer. Do you know that name? Yes, I do. Yeah, a famous temporary hurler. Yes, but um, also known as Bubbles O'Dwyer. And he has recently shared why he was actually called Bubbles. When I was born, I was born with a big, massive head of hair, hairy arms, hairy legs, the whole lot. And my mother, mother just had to pop me out. She's, she's, he looks like Michael Jackson's monkey. So it's called Bubbles. So big, massive, curly hair. Like. When I was young growing up, all the lads used to call me Bubbles Stuck straight away, but everyone used to call me Screech. <laughs> Absolutely love that. And the fact that That's his ass. mother... His own mother. ...dubbed him Bubbles because he was so hairy like <laughs> Michael Jackson's monkey back in the 80s is just the best thing ever. And it just got me thinking, like, there's definitely people out there that have nicknames that they got maybe when they're as, as young as Bubbles and yeah, Dwyer. questionable nicknames. And, like, where did that come from? And speak, I read out your nickname there again. My nickname, right? So me and my mother used to come up with my nickname all the time when I was younger. So it was Esmeralda Buttercup, Fifi Tree. Trixabel, Pippi Longstockings, Peaches Blossom Boo. Now, I probably forgot a name or two in there because there were so many to it. I have a surprise for you. Go on, what I is it? On, I got onto your mammy yesterday. <laughs> Did you actually? And I wanted to know why you were called that. I can't remember how, what, how we started it. Some of the names were like Pippi Longstockings was after a program that was on telly and she used to wear a whole pile of different stockings and you probably wore Longstockings too when you were small. I just liked the name Peaches Blossom and Pippi Trixabel because Bob Geldof I think has daughters called after that and Esmeralda I think they're probably from films or something like you know Boo is Boo in one of the Pixar films you you probably need to look up the names and you'll probably find where I got them from <laughs> go on Jenny <laughs> I think that's brilliant. That's uh, such a unique nickname. Was that your it, choice? It was, it was mine and my mum's choice. It was a thing between the two of us and she'd call me that and I would just, anytime I'd watch something, I'd just add on another name if I really liked the character. Like Boo from Monsters Inc. I was obsessed with her. So, so you like, started off with one nickname and oh then you yeah. just added to it. Just kept adding and Mammy'd like a name and she'd add it on. Oh God. Well, I, I, when I when I got in touch with your mum, uh, Jenny, I'm sure I had to get in touch with my own mum and I was like, Mum, is there any... Um, nicknames that I used to have and she said not really nicknames you had Killy Willy which we used to call you but yes. not really necessarily nicknames but she said oh you did want you to be called something when you were really really young oh. and I said what she said you wouldn't come in for dinner if you're out on the road playing with friends you wouldn't come in you wouldn't go on as a substitute in football matches if you were not called this name and this is the name I wanted to be called when Killian was younger he would only answer to Mickey Joe because <laughs> the Eurovision guy Mickey Joe Hart was on and he had to dress in white runners with his uniform and his Guitar. And even at football matches, all my friends had to call him Mickey Joe or he wouldn't answer. <laughs> I was obsessed with Mickey Joe Hart. I was absolutely... No, 
you took it you took it a step too far all all your mother's friends had to call you Mickey Joe and you wouldn't answer literally uh, really ignore them point blank like don't if you don't call me Mickey Joe hard I am not answering to I, you yeah exactly so uh, yeah that was it I met him in the airport actually when I was younger and yeah I didn't get him to call me Mickey Joe hard <laughs> but look we want to know this morning do you have a nickname from when you were a child like Bubbles or Dwyer like what's your nickname again oh it's too long Esmeralda Buttercup Fifi Tricks About Peepy Long Sockham Peaches Boss Blossom Boo <laughs> or like myself Killy Willy or Mickey Joe Howard let us know 085 102 send us a text or a WhatsApp explaining why you were called that why it stuck maybe it was as a child maybe as a teenager and you're still getting called it now 085 102 and for the one that makes us giggle this morning we will give a beat breakfast travel mug some funny ones coming in Mike some funny ones coming in oh god we are talking nicknames because um, Bubbles uh, Bubbles Wire, famous Tipperary hurler um, shared his story on the Two Johnnies podcast of why he was called Bubbles of the Wire. Basically, his mother dubbed him the name because he... He, he was so airy. He looked like Michael Jackson's monkey, Bubbles. <laughs> and Megan, you explain to me your nickname there again. Yes, yeah, so my nickname was... It's a long one, so it's a bit of a mouthful. So Esmeralda Butter Club, Fifi Trixabelle, Pippi Longstock, and Peaches Blossom Boo. And me and my mother, this was between me and my mom now. We had this, like, private thing between us. Do you want to hear her talk again? This is what she said. <laughs> I can't remember how, what, how we started it. Some of the names were like Pippi Longstockings was after a programme that was on telly and she used to wear a whole pile of different stockings and you probably wore long stockings too when you were small I just like <laughs> oh the name gosh. Peaches Blossom and Pippi Trixabel because Bob Geldof I think has daughters called after that and Esmeralda I think they're probably from films or something like you know Boo is Boo in one of the Pixar films you you probably need to look up the names and you'll probably find where I got them from. <laughs> well, that was yours and then I wanted to be called this for some reason. When Killian was younger, he would only answer to Mickey Joe because <laughs> the Eurovision guy Mickey Joe Hart was on and he had to dress in white runners with his uniform and his fake guitar. And even at football matches, all my friends had to call him Mickey Joe or he wouldn't answer. Oh, so Killian, uh, we'll, we'll fly through some of these. This one is uh, from Clara this morning. Hi, Beat. So it's not my nickname, but my dad's nickname is Budgie. Um, and growing up, I never really questioned it. I used to, I just assumed it was because my dad had um, like a large belly and little legs kind <laughs> of resembling, you know, a budgie. Um, and it was only recently that we were like, my partner was asking me about it and he was like, where did this even come from? So when we asked dad, it turns out he got the nickname literally because he used to keep budgies as a child. Um, but it, would, nice. it had stuck to the point that like if anyone calls my dad by his actual first name, Sean, I'm like, who are you on about? Um, because everyone just calls him Budgie. Even my mother would refer to him always as Budgie. He's never Sean in our house. He's always Budgie. That is gas. <laughs> that is gas. Jennifer was also on to us from Clare. She said, my dad was the only one allowed to call us nicknames when we were younger. I was called Jennifer or Jennifer Eccles. <laughs> there we go. Um, John was on in Tip Town. He says, um, my nickname was Pikachu as my mother maintained that I looked like Pikachu. John, you need to explain a bit more to this because Pikachu is bright yellow yeah. with like How black did it ears. How look like Pikachu? And a tail. Like, I'm a big Pikachu <laughs> <And> fan. <laughs> Have you got a tail, John? <laughs> Have you got Let a us tail? know. We need, to see, we need to know more. Um, also on to us this morning um, was Anne Marie and she said I have two my father decided when I was a couple of months old to call me horse I still to this day <laughs> don't know why and I hope it's not because 
I thought I resembled a horse, but I am willing and stupid enough to answer to it. And sometimes I'm a little bit offended when he doesn't refer to me as horse. I'm also referred to as legit, I think, because I rang my mammy one day from school and I was like, no, ma, you may come and get me because I'm going to be legit sick. So now I get called <laughs> legit because of my stupid statement and they thought it was hilarious. Oh, God, I love I love nicknames that are just unexplainable and you would be offended if someone didn't call you by them. Donna was on. She said, my father has always called me, this is very clever, Donna Kebab. <laughs> 25 years on and I'm still called that. Anya and Carla was also on. I have the nickname Ducky or Ons because nothing rhymes with my name. Not really Killian. Killian. So I have Killy Willie, you see. Killy Willie, I have Eggy Maggie. <laughs> Sarah and Kilkenny was on. My daughter's nickname is Pookie and her brother's nickname is Buddha. They were named by their father and his nicknames is Grit the Jaw McGrath because he grits his teeth when he gets annoyed. <laughs> They're wild. Um, also on to us this morning was Sinead. My father referred to me and my bro as Small Fry and he was Big Fry he also called me Spigeon who knows with the all emoji. these food n- nicknames that make you hungry though exactly um, who else was on to us this morning we had Paula when I was younger my family called me till Wednesday because I'd always be broke and my payday was Wednesdays and I'd ask for loans most weeks on, <laughs> until Wednesday till I could pay him back that that's is- so relatable I love it um, Dylan's in Wicklow and he said when I was in first year of secondary school someone thought I looked like the animated character Yogi Bear so my nickname Yogi stuck throughout all of secondary school and even to this day some people still call me Yogi Megan knows what I'm talking about when you were reading that I was like oh my god I know someone that has the nickname Yogi (laughs) absolutely brilliant we also put it up on our Instagram and a couple of ones this morning that caught my eye was my brother's name is Pinchy because he reminded my mum of Homer Simpson's lobster remember the lobster was Pinchy (laughs) so good and Owen was on as well Miss Trunchbull um, because I throw the hammer for Ireland so it makes sense that does make sense I love that I think the last one and the beat breakfast travel mug should go to JC this is absolutely brilliant Megan have a listen to this hello my name is Jamie Connolly from Dungarvan and my nickname was Jam Crackers everyone calls me Jam Crackers <laughs> sometimes because uh, when I was younger I used to it's not because I was cracked <laughs> but when I was younger I used to bring Jam Crackers into school and I used to eat them and they just started calling me jam crackers because my initials are JC as well. So it becomes JC stands for jam crackers and my name, Jamie Connolly. Thursday, you know what that means on Beat Breakfast, Meg, do you? It's time to, to throw it back a little bit in time, am I right? Yeah, we have Woo! to. <laughs> that cool. I feel like I'm in a time machine here, you know? <laughs> okay, let's get happy. Come on. Woo! Oh, yeah. Three, two, three. <laughs> that music mean anything to you? Yes, it does. Music to my ears. Woo! Right, what, what I want to talk to you about, about this morning is video games. Me and Meg, I have a Switch, right? Mario Kart. Oh, brilliant game. Amazing. Ball. This is from Mario Kart Wii. An absolute iconic game when it came out first. And uh, my Switch is at home, sadly. And me and Megan were kind of not bored the other night. We lived together, for those who don't know. And we're like, what would we do? And I was like, oh my God, will I bring my Switch up from Bagnellstown? 
And, and we'll play it. And then we were walking in town and we went into a shop and we saw a used Wii. And we were like, oh, will we get Can it? we just buy it? Because we could just play Mario Kart tournaments. How fun would that be? And I just got us thinking, what were like the most iconic video games back in the day? Whether it was on a Game Boy, on a PlayStation 2. PSP. What games did you spend hours upon hours playing as a kid? Um, I know for me, definitely Mario Kart. Pokemon. Pokemon was a big Pokemon. one. Four boys in our house. So we had one PlayStation 1, one PlayStation 2 No wireless controllers back in the day So you could only fit two oh, controllers yeah, oh, I forgot about that now um, So yeah, so the lads would play FIFA, Barry and Rory And then we had an old Game Boy So I was kind of, just I used to play that I'd watch them play FIFA <laughs> Take turns And I'd play Pokemon and I adored it And if you could give me a Game Boy Advance right now I would play Pokemon for a good solid Pokemon five hours I'd say. What was your game? Um, oh, I loved Spyro Oh, and yes. Crash Bandicoot. <gasps> Crash, Crash. Oh. And, uh, who was the guy with the mask? He was like, <laughs> he used to come up in Crash Oh, I Bandicoot. know, I know what you're talking about. I can't even think. It's been so long since I played the game. I can barely remember the characters in it, but oh, I love Crash Bandicoot. What else? Sims, you know what? And the computer. Sims. Oh Sims. During lockdown, it was free on the PlayStation Store when I-, I got it. And I <laughs> built a whole family at a house. Oh, I loved it. You get so involved in their lives. And another one, do you, did you ever play this one on the computer? A zoo Tycoon, where you got to build a zoo. No. And you had all the animals. Oh my God, it was one of my favourite games. Do you know what's big now? Um, simulator. Simulator games. And there's, I saw on GameStop, there's Goat Simulator. So you can just be a goat. Go- like, oh yeah, so my Play- my little brother plays farming simulator. Yeah, I don't really know. Different. So you can be a farmer, but on this you can be a goat. A goat. <laughs> So, yeah. Okay, so, look, very random. On this Thursday morning, we want to know, we'll get all nostalgic. What was a video game you used to be glued to as a child? Whether it was on the Game Boy, if it was on a GameCube, throwing it way back, PlayStation, let Nintendo. us know. There's loads out there. You've got Pokemon, Spyro, Crash Bandicoot, Sims, the iconic FIFA. FIFA Street was a great one. The yes. Harry Potter games, Harry Potter, Quidditch Oh, World Cup. even the Simpsons. Um, what's that one? Simpsons Hit and Run. Yes. Oh. Absolutely iconic. Let us know. Thursday morning, we're getting all nostalgic on Beat Breakfast. We're talking about video games. Throwing it back in time. Loads of reaction coming in. The memories, the memories. Right, we'll fly through some of these. Um, we're just talking about video games. Me and Megan, we went into a shop and we're like, will we get a second-hand Wii and get Mario Kart? Mario Kart, get all the old it. games, play and tournaments. And there's so many games we were stuck to when we were when we were way back when. And I think we'll start off with the phones. Becca's in Tipperary. Good morning, Becca. Hi, guys. How are you? Not too bad. Look, you had an interesting choice of video game, and I remember this video game. Tell us about it. Oh, well, I'm a 90s baby, so it was definitely a PlayStation 1 for me. So it was definitely um, the Rograts. Uh, Search for Reptile was my number one game. It was an absolute amazing. Any of the Rograts games the was so. I remember. I had a PS1 as well. And I think there was oh, a mission. Any of the PlayStation 1 games were like classic. Iconic. Wasn't there a mission in the Rograts one where you had to chase a goose or something? And I could never get past that mission. <laughs> Yeah, you had to ch- was it was it around the house or around yeah, the garden? Or around the garden anyway. Yeah, it was. And you then had you had to, to go and find like uh, Angelica's doll in the sewers <laughs> and stuff. I remember it so well, and oh, I could brilliant. never ever get past it, Becca. <laughs> Any more no, for us? Really you had a couple there in a, in, a, in a list there. Any more oh, big yeah, ones? Oh yeah, like definitely like um, Spyro oh. and um, Abe's Odyssey. 
It's so good. Um, any of the PlayStation 1 games were, like, iconic. Iconic. They don't make games the same. They're not no. the same anymore. Well, I'm no, saying that no, I haven't played a video not. game in ages. <laughs> no. <laughs> Am I encouraging you now to whip out the PS1? Do you still have it at home? Oh, unfortunately not. But I have that read. Remember the remodel that they put out, like, a couple yeah. of years ago? Yeah, I have that, that one, all right. Well, I tell you, Becca, you go home, you get in that car, and you play Rugrats <laughs> all day. Okay, Thanks I- very much for chatting to us. Have a good day. We'll just get through a few more here. There's loads coming in on the video games. We had... Um, R was on to us. He said, Zuma, guys, a class game. Also on to us, and I remember this one. Anto said, Tony Hawk Skateboarding 2 on Ooh. PS1. An absolute classic game. Spent hours playing it with the whole family, beating each other's scores. And there was absolute killings in the house. Oh, the drama video games cause. Abs Odyssey is another popular one. Also on to us this morning was... Satana said Pac-Man on the PC back in the 90s an absolute classic completely completely Um, Sega Mega Drive getting a lot of love as well this morning spent hours playing Streets of Rage 2 over and over again that's from Derek in Clommel we had um, Leanne Mackey and Kilkenny said Crash Bandicoot and also Megan Nintendo Dogs on the DS. Oh, I love Nintendo Pets and you had all your animals. Oh, that when the was DS so nice. first came out, I think, not that I was one of the first people to get it, but like I got it within a month of getting yeah, it. Yeah. I, I think it was my communion or something. And it just came out and Nintendo Dogs was the game that Nintendo came with Dogs it. Is brilliant. And I didn't understand back in the day the female male symbols. You know the way? So Did if you your know? dog was. No, so the I. Gender. <laughs> So I got a female dog, but I was calling it Jack. And you know the way it was Jack, like, yeah, the dog. I wanted my dog's name to be Jack. Okay, and I didn't realise until like two months later that it was actually a girl. But you know the way you had to train your dog to call the name? Yeah, yeah. So I was there, Jack, Jack. And it was all like, does not recognise your voice. Try again. I say for the first two hours of the game, the dog was just I was just confused. I was just trying to call it Your Jack. Your poor, poor dog. I still have that game at home, actually, and my DS. I may check in and on our Jack and see if he's still alive. Tamagotchi. Did anyone have a Tamagotchi? Oh, my goodness. I loved Tamagotchi. Me and my friends, we all had them. Brilliant. Yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog as well from Niall and Kilkenny. Um, also on to us this morning was Elaine. Super Mario Brothers, The Legend of Zelda, Street Fighter, Sonic the Hedgehog. Them were the days. My brother and I still have our games and our consoles from over our childhood. Um, another one on to us um, Paperboy on the Commando 64 that's thrown it way back Street Raider getting a, a big shout there as well um, a lot of people Sega Mega Drive I'd love to buy one of them Sonic the Hedgehog again uh, and last shout goes to Kirby I never played it Kirby no Kirby. I, I never I never played Kirby either but I think I know what we're all going to be doing this weekend is whipping them yeah. all, out the old video games yeah. and playing them that's I have my Game Boy at home I have my DS at home I have my PS5 so I, I think own, I might go retro I own nothing no video game console now over Christmas my family all have Nintendo Switches so I was nearly convinced to buy one and I still can be convinced because we were playing Overcooked have you ever played that? Oh no, but I played Cooking Mama. Oh yes, Where Cooking you? Mama. There is so another good. classic game. I know, I'm going up to my bedroom for the weekend. I'm just going to play video games. You can come up to my room after if you want. Whoa. <laughs> That's it, Peter was on to us and also Neve was on to us. Alex the Kid on the Sega Master System. We also had another shout in for Colin McRae Rally 
from Tara and Wexford. What a game. I remember having that on the PS1 and they used to, the first track used to have a little like water chicane. There's where your race car obsession started. <laughs> yeah, all the way back then. Hi guys, Michael from Norway here. My favourite games on the PS1 was Siphon Filter or Filler 2 and Medieval. Have a marvellous day. Also a shout for Mario 64 where Mario jumped out of the pipe into the opening scene. An absolute game changer. Uh, and final one goes to Gemma this morning. Oh my God, you're giving me nostalgia, lads. Um, I bought a Sega Mega Drive last year and the games that I got with it. Oh my God, I used to play Streets of Rage, Sonic, Micro Machines, uh, to name a few. Mortal Kombat was another one. Yeah. Echo the Dolphin and I suppose PlayStation then for me was Tomb Raider. I absolutely <gasps> loved Tomb Raider. So How could we forget? Fantastic. And I don't know, there was another game that I played and it was The Getaway. I don't know, do many people remember that on the PlayStation 2? And The Getaway Black Monday, they were my favourites as well. So, thanks. Some Absolutely iconic. Come on, get up. Start your day laughing. Beat Breakfast with Nylon Show. On Beat. Good morning. With now. Join the home of brilliant entertainment with shows, movies and sport on now.